0: as alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillahi wa ahdaha. Wa salatu wa salamu ala man la nabiya ba'na hama ba'dah. qala Allah wa tabarak wa ta'ala fi alqurani al-majidhi wal-fulqani al-hamidhi. Wa ad-a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani r-rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. فسقى لهما ثم تولى إلى الظل فقال رب إني لما أنزلت إلي من خير فقير صدق الله العظيم قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا عظمت أمة الدنيا نزعت منها هيبة الإسلام وإذا تركت الأمر بالمعروف والنهي عن المنكر حرمت بركة الوحي وإذا تسابت أمتي سقطت من عين الله أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام My dear respected brothers and elders, it is a natural reaction of human beings to feel a certain extent of despondency, lack of hope, whenever he is going through some times which he is not comfortable in. At every point, Someone or the other will go through some state of despair, losing hope, feeling life is difficult to go on. Sometimes the state of despondency will be due to a circumstance which affects his life as a whole. Or it affects a nation as a whole. Or it may be to a slightly lesser degree. Affecting a certain portion of his life, meaning it could be some relationship issue between husband and wife, between brothers or brothers and sisters, between father and son, between some family member, some social dilemma that he's going through, or it could be some financial issue which a person could be going through. He's having some tro- uh, some some issues at work, or perhaps he cannot find a, 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 a find a job he cannot find some occupation or well, he's going through some health issues where a person which drives a person towards a state of despondency that he thinks to himself that this dilemma that i'm being faced with the social dilemma or this or this medical issue that i'm facing i'm being faced with that there is no way out of it that i have, I have no hope that this is my life, I'm not going to be living, leading a life of despondency, a life of, of depression. But my dear brothers, we should understand that every situation that we find ourselves in comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether it is a social dilemma, whether it is a work-related issue, whether it is a medical issue, whatever difficulty we find ourselves in, this situation comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we find the situation to be a sort of a adab then we should remember the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put a person through some difficulty, through some hardship, through a smaller azab so that he may return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before the bigger azab comes upon him. But that does not mean that every difficulty that a person goes, goes through is a azab from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In fact, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned, إِنَّا Al النَّاسِ بَلَاءَ الْأَنْبِيَاءِ ثُمَّ الْأَمْثَلِ ثُمَّ الْأَمْثَلِ That the people who went through the most amount of difficulty, most amount of hardship are the anbiya alayhimu salaatu wa salaam, and those who are closest to the Ambiya alayhi salatu in terms of lifestyle, in terms of spirituality, and those, then who, those who are closest to them. So in effect, the people who went through the most amount of difficulty were the Ambiya alayhi salatu wasallam, and from them was Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa The most amount of hardship, the most amount of difficulty, Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala once telling Rasul, uh, telling, uh, addressing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa she says, ah, wa ra'asa, That my head is paining, what a headache I have. The Alaihi Wasallam replies, Bal ana wa ra'asa. You think you have a headache, the headache that I have, that is equivalent to the headache of ten men. So the closer a person comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, at times the more difficulty, more hardships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, puts him through, so that he creates that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. and we should understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not put a person through difficulty more than he can then than he can tolerate and that every difficulty a person b- puts puts him through allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove him from that difficulty like the poet beautifully says that idha daqat bikad dunya fa fakkir fi alam nashrah fa usrun bayna yusrayni mata tafrah that if life becomes so constrained upon you, becomes difficult upon you, that you feel that there is no way, you, find, you feel constrained, you feel that there is no way out, then think about alam nashrah. That alam nashrah, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, inna ma'al usri يُسْرَى inna ma'al usri يُسْرَى That with difficulty there is hardship, with, with hardship there is with, with difficulty there is ease, with difficulty there is ease. So you'll find that there is ease. Or there is word difficulty coming between the word ease twice, so you will find yourself. If you find yourself in a in a position of difficulty, for bayna you must know it, there was ease before that, and there is definitely going to be ease after that. So you think about the easier time that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has in front of you, that you will become, you will get a sort, some sort of happiness, some sort of, of enjoyment. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala does not leave us to face our difficulty on our own, but Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala for every difficulty, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has created a way out of it. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala mentions in the Quran and Karim. when when, we, when Rasulullah Sallallahu, the words of Rasulullah Sallallahu, some Inna Shadhan Nasi Balaa Al Ambia, to understand what level of difficulty the Ambiaani Musallat Wasallam, what trials and tribulations that they went through. If you look at the life of Musa from the time of inception of Musa if any one of us were in this situation already we would have lost all hope and said this is a situation of complete hopelessness which, through which from which there is no way out. That the moment Musa was already conceived he was not yet born. Already there was a price on his head that if he had to be born a male then his life would have been taken by Fir'aun. If any one of us were in that situation, we've already said that there's no hope for our child, our young boy is going to be born. Our male child is going to be born. We will have to surrender him. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala found a way out for him from that situation as well. From what would have been certain death, the only male of that era from the Bani Israel to survive. That feed this child. Do not throw, do not, do not hand him over. Take care of him. Inspire the mother of Musa alayhi salatu was salam. That if you fear for the life of this child, then throw him into the, into the lake, into the river. Do not fear, do not lose hope, do not despair. And when she did that, again, we would say that where will a child survive in, in, in a river, in a basket? That is another situation of despondency, of despair. Another situation of hopelessness from which there is no return. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not only saved Musa alayhi salatu from that situation also, but the very person who wanted to, to, to assassinate him was responsible for bringing him up, for looking after him. Then he comes, he is brought up where? Not in a home of safety, in a guarded fort, away from where Fir'aun can get hold of him. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings him up in the house of Fir'aun, the very person who wanted to assassinate him. And Musa alayhi salatu lives a life until there comes a day when Musa alayhi salatu is walking, and he says, min Shi'atihi wa وهذا min aduwi He finds two men fighting. فَاسْتَغَاثَهُ الَّذِينَ min شِيَعَتِهِ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ عَدُوهِ One was from the Bani Israel, the people of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. The other was from the Coptics, the people of Fir'aun. The person from the Bani Israel, he asked Musa alayhi salatu for some assistance. So Musa alayhi comes to his assistance. Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him such power that many people imagine that they possess such power. You know, like they say, we, we come from Sparks Road. So they say it's Sparks Road. I'll give you one right, you come left. Or I'll give you one left, you come right. Musa alayhi salatu wasalam gave him one punch. This man lost his life, he, he died. If it were any one of us will be strutting around with our chest puffed out, that who is next? Who is ready to challenge me? Don't mess with me. What was the, what was the response of Musa alayhi salatu هذا من عمل This is not from me, this is from shaitan. This is a shaitani act that took place. And immediately he turned to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbi inni ظلمت nafsi, faghfirli." That, oh Allah, I've oppressed myself. I've committed, this. I've done a mistake. Obviously it was not the intention of Musa alayhi salatu to kill that, to kill that copt. But still he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. Musa alayhi salatu being a Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was Ma'soom. He didn't have to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. Yet, as an example for us, that such actions are not something to be proud of, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you have to lose your temper, if you have to be involved in an altercation, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. Nevertheless, Musa alayhi salatu now finds himself in another situation of hopelessness, or what we would assume to be a situation of hopelessness. He was the Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, never lost hope. His famous his his famous words in the Quran Kareem Inna Rabbi sayahdin. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with me, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guide me. Now this cop who he who he had killed was a god of your own. So this act turned out to be an act of treason. The punishment of it was was death. Again Musa alayhi Salatu Salam finds himself with the price on his head. That if Fir'aun has to find out who killed this person, Fir'aun will kill that person in retaliation. The next day Musa alayhi salatu wasalam comes out. Everyone is looking for the killer of, of, this, of the, of the king's guard. Musa alayhi salatu wasalam finds the same person who was having a fight the previous day. Again, he's, called, he's, he's involved in another altercation. He's calling Musa to assist him. Musa walks towards him. And as he's walking towards him, Musa looks like you are the troublemaker. Like you are the one that is, that is at fault. So this person assuming that Musa is not going to kill him like he killed that person the day before, what does he tell Musa alayhi He tells him, whilst he is fighting with another god of, of Fir'aun, he tells Musa alayhi salatu that, do you, you want to kill me like how you killed the god yesterday? So immediately that person who, who, who realized that it was Musa alayhi salatu who took the life of the person yesterday, the day before, and he goes to Fir'aun. And he informs him that the killer that you are looking for is none other than Musa alayhi salatu So someone comes to Musa alayhi salatu and he tells him that now it is time for you to leave the land of Egypt, the land of Misr. Go to somewhere more safe. There is a price on your head. So Musa A.S.A. flees to a land called Madian. And when he reached the land of Madian, he fled with whatever possessions he had on his back. And he comes to a foreign land, not knowing anyone, without any place to stay. When he reaches the land of Madian, he finds that these, the, the, the people, the shepherds of that area, were giving their sheep water to drink from a well. He finds that there are two women at the back of all these shepherds who they were waiting for the shepherds to finish giving their animals water to drink. But when they had finished giving their animals water to drink, they covered the well. It took a few men to lift the lid of that well and put it back on. They did not realize that these women also needed to give the animals water to drink. So Musa comes to them and asks him, Qalama Khatbukuma. He Says what is the matter that y'all are waiting, that the well is covered, everyone is gone home, y'all are standing here with y'all's animals. So the reply that they give, nasqi hatta ri'aa wa abuna kabir," That we cannot, due to the laws of hijab, due to modesty, we do not want to rub shoulders with, with men, with na-mahram men, men who are not our, our mahrams. Men that we have to make hijab from, adopt parda from. So we had to wait until they go. And our father is elderly, he cannot assist us in this matter. So Musa a.s. فَسَقَالَهُمَا ثُمَّ تَوَلَّا إِلَى الظِّلِّ فَقَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي لِمَا أَنزَلْتَ إِلَيَّ مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَقِيرٍ That this is the objective this is the point in which I wish to draw your attention to. That he finds himself in a land without any corrections, without any contact. He assists these ladies, they go on their way. He finds himself alone, no place to stay, no source of income. Surah 28, verse 24, the ending of the ayah, he makes a very powerful dua. And what is the what is this du'a? رَبِّ إِنِّي لِمَا anzalta إِلَيَّ مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَقِيرٍ Surah 28, the end of verse 24. That, O oh Allah, if it was any one of us in that situation, what, what du'a would have made? That, O oh Allah, grant me some food. O oh Allah, grant me some shelter. O oh Allah, grant me some occupation. The mannerism in which Musa alayhi salatu wasalam Mid du'a is a lesson for us as well. That, oh Allah, whatever good you give to me, whatever good you set down to me, I am fakir. I am in need of it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows better than us what we need. Asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for specifics, while permissible, sometimes might not turn out in our favor. He asks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew what good Musa alayhi salatu wa salam wanted, or needed. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides, answers this dua in a very unique mannerism. That these ladies go back home, those ladies that he had assisted. They go and relate the story to their father. And they tell their father that this person had assisted us in this manner. So the father sends them back, sends one of them back to him. To tell him that my father wants to recompense you for the assistance that you have delivered. This also is a lesson for us. Sometimes a person will assist us in some way. We assume that the person just did a few minutes job or a few hours job. Or or, or, uh, 10-15 minutes he worked. That he does not need to be recompensed for the time that, that he took out to assist us. Sometimes we take a lift or a person for a short distance. Offer the person some recompense for the assistance that he delivered to you. You do not know how much that person needs. That. So she comes to him. فجاءته إحداهما تمشي على استحياء. Allah subhanahu wa taala draws the, uh, d- uh, it describes how she walked towards him. Ala she walked with modesty. ulama explain that what was, why did Allah subhanahu wa taala Choose this description of hers. That when a person is looking for a wife, the first thing that he should look for is modesty, haya. When a person has haya, then a person will follow the laws of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And to such extent, she had modesty. She just said a few words to him, whatever was necessary. Our father is calling you so that he may recompense you for the assistance that you deliver to us. Further than that, she did, not, she did not converse with him. So the ulama explained that how did she guide him to her house? If she walked in front of him, that would be contrary to modesty because he would be looking at her. If she walked behind him, then she would have to talk to him unnecessarily. Or more than was required. So the ulama explained that she walked behind him and every time he needed to take a turn, she threw a stone in that direction. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala returned the the, 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 the men and women of this ummah to the level of haya and modesty that was found in those days in the time of sahaba, in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nevertheless, when she brings him to her father, he tells her, he tells Musa alayhi wa sallam, coincidentally this was also a nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, alayhi wa sallam. Time is limited, so we'll conclude this incident. That the dua of Musa A.S. He did not have any occupation, he did not have any place to stay, he did, he did not have a wife, he did not have a family. In one fell swoop, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted the dua of his. أن that I want you to marry one of my daughters. Shri B.S. tells Musa A.S. That you marry one of my daughters and the mahar, the dowry for that marriage, will be that you work for me for eight years." In one swoop, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him a wife, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him an occupation, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him to stay. Understand, from what we would call a situation of complete hopelessness, on one dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turned the entire tide in the life of Musa alayhi salatu What a situation he found himself in. And in on, on account of one dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him a place of safety as well. That was, the first thing that Shaiba salatu told him, قَلْ أَتَخَافْ لَجُودَ مِنَ الْقُومِ الظَالِمِينَ That do not fear, here yeah, you are safe, here yeah, you will have a and then, then he gives him a spouse, he gives him a, a, a occupation, gives him a place to stay. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq of understanding that the situation that we find ourselves in comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who alleviates situations. But first we have to bring our life onto that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala desires, which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa has showed us. Create that ta'aluk, that, that, that link with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Bring our life onto five times salah. Then when we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala making the dua, this dua amongst other duas, Ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring us out from the situation that we find ourselves in. And if we do not find ourselves coming out of that situation, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us the tawfiq of finding some, some, some sweetness in the difficulty that we are going through because we will have the ta'alluk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq understanding.